Hello everybody, welcome to Battle Tagged, the show about all things Blizzard. My name's Clorothor. I'm joined by Nero and Cinder. How you going guys? Hello. Hi. And Hello. because Nero and I have the organizational skills of ferrets, yeah. we have no show. <laughs> Definitely ferrets. You got no idea how much I'm freaking out right now, by the way. Oh, no, no, you are. We, we're winging it. Good. Yeah, it's old school winging it. <laughs> It's like when you go into the boss fight, you haven't read about it. Let's do You're it. the Segway yeah, Master, that. Cinder. You're the Segway Master. It will do be that. perfect. No, I'm not. I'm yes, the Ramble are. Master. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Like, you, you're rambling, you just naturally flow on, and that's what this is going to be. It's going to be a uh-huh. natural flowing discussion about yep. everything. Yeah, that sounds like a logical order <laughs> of things. <laughs> we may get stuck in a bit of awkward silence, but we can probably... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if there's if there's awkward silence, I'll tell you about my plane trip up to your neck of the woods. Yeah. Uh, it was the most well, that is part of, of how well, we start generally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Cinder, you, you're volunteering to start for your <laughs> battle. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, um, okay, so the last two weeks, it's been a really insane last two weeks. Um, I don't have a job anymore, so my last week at my job was completely insane. Woo! Um, I mean, is that a woo thing? Is it a woo thing? Sure. No, I'm currently unemployed. That's not Full-time so we like. Player. Yeah, but that's <laughs> so, so much more time for activities. <laughs> All the activities. All of them. Um, yeah, no, it, look, it's okay, but I'd really like to have a job to pay our rent and stuff. That is good. So it's kind of like, it's really great not being at work, but at the same time, it's like I have to apply for every single job that I can find. So, All the jobs. Um, yeah, so the last week at work was completely insane because I'm not one of those people who can just kind of drop everything and walk away. I feel really bad for everyone else left behind. So. Oh my God. I was just like, we had like everyone in the office got new computers. So I set those up and then um, got rid of all of the other ones and stuff. So I was just like lugging around a gajillion computers and thank God for external IT guys. Cause you know, they did the hard stuff. I just like, it, that needs to go over there and I'll get rid of all of you. Anyway. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the last week was that was that was kind of crazy, and then <laughs> the person that's kind of because I, I I don't have a job because I got made redundant because my job ended up being split into multiple roles instead of one because they're like one person can't do all that, and I'm like you don't fucking say. Anyway, so um, the person who's taking on the IT side of stuff, I made a guide of you know this is the guide of how to do everything, and that was pretty epic, and. There was uh, the person that was taking over that side of stuff, the poor thing. She came in on my last day and I had to sit down and do a handover with her for all of it. <laughs> Just like, please come back on the Monday. They're, they're really going to need you. Please don't be scared. It's okay. <laughs> um and then the week after that, so uh, so last week just gone, um, I was up around your way for um to see my nan because my nan's not very well at the moment. So I had to go see her. So that's been a very stressful and emotional time as well. So I actually haven't had crazy amounts of wow time lately. Um, the only thing that I really did last week before I left to go up there was um, I did all of Brawler's Guild. Oh, and, nice. Um, 
all the new ones and stuff as well. Yes. Sweet. Yeah, I love it. I really love Brawler's Guild. It's mm. so much fun. The rewards are really great. Like the Basilisk mount that you get when you reach rank eight is yeah. actually really awesome. I wasn't too keen on it, but I'm like, this looks so cool. What spec did you do it in? Elemental or enhancement? Yes. Okay. The last boss is so hard. Like, and I've got like, I'm, I'm 900 eye level, right? So I'm doing okay. And I still struggled with that boss beating the enraged timer, mostly though, because as Ellie, I don't have anything I can do on the run. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of movement in the last fight and managing things, but I just loved it so much. It's, it's everything that I love doing. Like I love solo challenges like that. Cause yeah. I'm like, well, it's only up to me. If, if it fails, it's only my fault. And nobody else's. Yeah. Um, but I got there in the end. I died as I got it. So I'm like, yes, I'll take whatever I can get. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was about it. Um, okay, so my plane, okay, I'm going to say some naughty words now. So for anyone who doesn't like like seriously naughty words, I'm going to say some for a oh, while. So you know, they're used to it by now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but if it's really naughty. listening at all. It's really naughty words. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. On the plane up, right? So I'm not a good flyer. I was just saying to Claw, like I, I, um, I have bad anxiety. I'm bad around people. So the thought of being in this like tiny enclosed tube flying through the sky, surrounded by people, is a terrifying experience for me. So I freak out a lot. So I get on the plane and I get to my seat and the only blessing in this whole thing was that there was no one sitting next to me. So there was a space between like the, me and the other person on the other end. So that was really good. Mm-hmm. They were like, I felt like I was on a TV show. So there was um, a woman who was in the row in front of me and on the opposite side who was holding a little baby. And I'm like, okay, oh. it's going to be one of those oh. slides. Anyway, she was doing something with clothes. And sitting next to her was a little girl. And the little girl said to the lady, um, why are you changing your clothes? And the lady goes, oh, the baby won't stop throwing up. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be like a baby spew fight the whole way. So I had that to contend with. I had an old guy opposite me who was really, really sweet, but I don't think he was quite all there. And when he looked at you, he did this thing with your eyes that felt like, oh, my God, you can see into my soul and I'm really terrified right now. Did one, so like, like, kilter off to the side? Is that No, like no, wondering? it was just – it was <laughs> such an intense, strong stare. Like I said, he was a beautiful person, but just when he looked at you, it was terrifying. But my favourite dude, oh, no, there's two. Okay, so next to the little girl was um, what I um, eventually learned was her mum. And she sat down on the plane in her seat and pushes the attendant button pretty much straight away as soon as she sits down. She goes to the flight attendant. She goes, yeah, I'm going to need some oxygen. And the attendant's like, "Uh, what, you've just sat down. I'm going to need some oxygen. Um, I can't breathe very well. (laughs) And the attendant's like, well, um, are you sick or something? And I didn't hear what the response was. And the attendant's like, well, do you think maybe you're not healthy enough to fly? Maybe we should take you off the plane. And she's like, oh, no, I'm I'm sure I'll be fine. I'm like, what kind of fucking idiot gets on a plane and goes, I'm going to need some oxygen? No. They saturate the thing with oxygen. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. It's like, what do you think you're breathing in, love? Like, come on. And then then my favourite dude was the dude that I could smell before I could see him because he was that fucking drunk and he gets on the plane and he walks on and he's like, hey, cunts, and I'm like, oh, God, it's going to be this type of guy. And he was. When the plane took off, we're running down the runway and the plane goes up and he raises his arms up in the air and he does his devil horns and he's like, yeah, yeah. 
way up. All the fucking way up. <laughs> like, not the first five seconds, but the no, whole no, two minutes of ascension. All the fucking way up. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And the baby's spewing up constantly on the opposite side. I was just like, oh, my God. I'm in the special hell. I did something really bad, and I'm in the special hell. Yeah, anyway, the baby the actually notes. turned out to be. Yeah. <laughs> the baby turned out to be really nice. It, it was. It stopped throwing up after a while, so it was kind of cute. But yeah. Anyway, that was my adventure getting up there. And oh no, on the way down, the little girl decided that she'd take over from the dude. Who on the way down, he just did his arms up in the air with his little devil horns. Thankfully, not screaming this time. But the little girl decided, "We're falling! We're falling!" all the fucking way down. I'm like, you'll be falling in a minute, sweetheart. I'm going to open a window and I'm going to throw you out of it. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not good with people. I'm really not. But I made it. I made it in one piece. Yeah. And and yeah. And then then the weather was just stupid. I don't miss it. I really don't miss it. <laughs> but it rained and that was nice. So yes. Anyway, that's been my fortnight. Somebody else tell stories now. <laughs> uh, Nero? Uh, do I have stories? Um, yes, you do maybe, you have maybe stories. Maybe game-related stories, not real life. Oh, actually, um, I bought some land, so I'm actually a Wow, really? Now. Yeah, I did the thing. I adulted. I Where? signed documents and stuff, man. And That's awesome. I had mortgage written on it and <gasps> a price and stuff. I wasn't really paying that much attention. But now <laughs> I owe the bank a lot of money. <laughs> is it near you? It's Yeah, it's close. It's in Wollumbar, if you oh, know where wow. that is. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah. I know where that is. That's yes. awesome. Yes. So, it's in, cool. yeah, it's in a new estate okay. out there. Real question, though. Yes. NBN? <laughs> uh, fiber to the premises. Oh, so it actually has it all like. Yeah, well, it is the, the Telstra testbed for their velocity. Okay, which cool. is so, fiber yeah. to awesome. the premises. Yeah. So that Excellent. was a huge sell point. That may have been why I, yeah. I was going to say like, <laughs> <laughs> if it didn't have yeah. it, and if it wasn't That's scheduled so for cool. it, it's like no value. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So now I just got to put a house on it. Yeah, when do you start uh, building oh, it? Um, just need mid year, so I got to wait a little bit. So we got to refinance some things. We it's actually we're not allowed to put a caravan on it. It's part of the um, <laughs> the zoning because yeah, it's like yeah. a community thing. Like yeah. I can't put a tent on it. Right, I can't. Yeah. My parents did put a build a shed to put the caravan in the shed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not hey, that like would it. work. Like that's that we would get away with it. <laughs> that's what my parents had to do essentially. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's that's I, a great idea. Build a shed around your caravan. <laughs> when I first moved up to Darwin, I lived in a caravan for six months. Inside a shed. No, that Inside one wasn't. I was in a caravan, caravan park. That one. Oh, and, okay. and honestly, for the first three months, I was in a tent behind the caravan. Hmm. So yeah. I, I lived a high class life. Yeah. Hey, I used to live in a caravan. Yeah, yeah. So um, besides buying the, the land and adulting, uh, I did some unadult things um, and and played some video games. Yes. Um, I did some Overwatch. I did some of my placement matches because it's the new seasons out. Nice. Um, I haven't done any PTR with the new hero that's coming out soon. Odessa. Yeah, Arisa. Right. Arisa? Sorry. Arisa? Yeah. But um, in terms of WoW, I've done a bit of raiding. I talked a lot with Z about certain things and ended up in a new guild. 
Yay! Yeah, so I'm trialing for a Mythic Guild on Bartholus now. Which guild? Excellent. Uh, me and Z are in... Uh, what's it called? Misanthropy. Misanthropy. Yeah, that's the one. It's a long word. Okay, so forgive me. <laughs> it means... Big word starting with M. It's excellent. Mmm. <laughs> um, so that happened. Um, I leveled my warrior to 110. So nice. I've got another alt that I don't <laughs> want to do anything on. Um, <laughs> and I've just been doing mythic pluses and stuff, all their usual things, and doing 15s, so that's been fun. Um, other than that, yeah, that's it. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Claw? What have you been up to? Uh, first, I just want to steal something you said about your placement matches for Overwatch. Yes. I don't... I, I'm trying to wrap my head around why they've... They started the new season, yes. and then like a week later announced the new character. Wouldn't um, it make sense to start a whole new season after the new character had actually been introduced? Because it's going to change everything. Well, we don't know when it's going to come in. So It'll come in within the season, though. The season generally yeah, lasts, like, it, But they've always come through in the middle of the season, though. Yeah, I, like if it, it, it would be better for it to come in the middle of the season when everything's sort of settled to sort of shake up the meta of the game. Well, I think. but also if they need to make some changes, it means that they can be made at that point in time. So then the next season, when she's already established, she'd probably be more finalized in yeah. how she is as a. And as also, a if, you, if you bring out a new character, it's obviously not going to be on the power level that you want it to be. <clears throat> It's going to be a little bit stronger than and normal, and it probably is going to need a little bit of a nerf. So yeah. bring it I out know, at the start just... of the season, then everybody's going to be doing their placement matches, trying to play that character, and every single match is just going to have the new character in it, even in competitive. Like, it's just, just it, wouldn't, it's, it wouldn't be very fun, I don't think. It sort of goes against a lot of what Blizzard does as a whole, where they try to avoid making major changes like that in the middle of a mm. intense cycle. So for yeah. WoW, they try not to make major changes to class in the middle of a raid. But yeah, I don't true. think it impacts too much though in the competitive side of Overwatch. I don't, yes, I don't see that, that it's going to have too much of a difference. Well, I think mains and stuff in Overwatch though. So if someone's like a main and there's a major nerf done to that character, then. But I kind of feel like people who are going to be doing it at that serious kind of level would be playing her on the PTR anyway. Yeah. So it's not like it's oh I'm just going to learn how to play this at a competitive level, it's going to be, well, I've been playing this character on the PTR for quite a while and you know what to do. Yeah. Well, it's, they've done it previously, so it's not a new thing for Overwatch. It's, oh, no. So, like, with the release of Anna, like, everybody was like, Anna's really bad. We don't want to play Anna in competitive. It's just that, mm. Anna, you know, nobody knew how to play it. So no, then <laughs> it took until the end of the season for Anna to be in every single match, you know. Yeah, it was... and then get nerfed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it'll be along the same lines. Yeah, so. I don't know. I just think it's a bit weird. Like, just from what I'm used to from Blizzard. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But That's fair enough. Moving on to what I was doing. Um, not a whole lot of Blizzard stuff the last couple of weeks. I sort of I got bored. Um, so I've been playing The Witcher 3 just because it's got a really engaging story and I've been doing the expansions and everything like that. Sex on unicorns? Yes. <laughs> certainly. Yes. Have You haven't seen that? No. You obviously need yeah. to play more Witcher. <laughs> I haven't played any. Because <laughs> yeah. like, I've also been listening to the audiobooks for the last like, six to eight months with the last one scheduled to be released in English this month, like next week. Nice. So that's part of the reason as well I've been wanting to play it again just to sort of refresh myself. And having listened to all the books and knowing all the stories, you understand a lot of little jokes and 
like inside jokes, inside stories that happen. Yeah. Like there'll be references made and you'll be like, oh, I see what you mean. Like mm-hmm. there was a reference in game to a character named Vilgefortz. And unless you've read the book, you won't have a clue who that is. No. You won't understand how much of a major player he was <clears throat> in the entire story. So, and I found that ever since I've finished the um, Suruma storyline, that is where, like, my interest has started to wane in WoW because I finished the story. So, it's it doesn't grip me with no story like properly. Like the, no, you're, right. you're referring to like the overarching story, like, and, and that's what you mean, like the direction like, in which you go as a character. No, no, I mean the actual like narrative of the game. Yeah. So without the Surama thing going on and like no actual quests to do, I, I'm not. Driven, like yeah, character progression is fine and dandy for me, but I'd much rather have a goal. Yeah. Whereas there's no particular goals at the moment, apart from individual, you know, power increment. Just you know, farming AP and you know, working on alts if you deem to do that, and uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, doing like mythic pluses, I guess, to try and maximize eye level. That kind yeah, of thing. That, that's more... That, I don't know. That doesn't grip me the same way a story does. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if there was a story reason to be going into Mythic Pluses and things like that, you better believe I'd be all over that. But... Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. I, I don't like Mythic Plus dungeons as a healer, and I'm not strong enough as a DPS, so I don't do them. And it is one of the things that, like, I, I am pretty upfront with everyone because they were like, everyone should be doing Mythic Pluses. And I'm like, yeah, sorry, guys, I'm not going to do that. I will do everything else that I can, but Mythic Pluses are just not going to happen for me. And so people kind of have accepted that now. <laughs> but well, I can, um, I, I mean, even even if there was story, I don't think that it would drive me enough. I need to, I need to finish um, getting my resto stuff sorted out and then, I can put some more effort into Ellie and feel stronger going in there. But, yeah, I don't know. I can understand wanting to have the storyline. So it would be good when 7.2 comes out because there will be plenty of story with that as well. And some other changes as well, which part of what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to run through the Q&A that occurred last, well, week before last. Uh, Law sat down with Ian Hazacostas, answered questions sent in by WoW friends. But we'll get to that. So... News, apart from that uh, Q&A, what, what, what's new in WoW? Because I don't think... I, I haven't noticed a whole lot. Um, not really so much in WoW. Um, I think we had the... The last thing was playing Heroes of the Storm and getting the WoW mount, I guess, was yeah, the latest sort of thing one. you could get in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not really much going on in WoW, but it's been the other games that have really had a lot of things going on. Yeah, uh, so Hearthstone had the announcement of the uh, Unguru expansion. Yep. Have you seen Ben Braid's rap? <laughs> yes. I love it so have much. Have you seen the um, different versions that are coming the out re- now? I've seen one of the remixes, like a, a, a stupid, oh, got stuck in my head. Um, I, yeah, so I saw one of them. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is just gold. It's bringing out the best in the community. Yeah, it really is. And I'm sure Ben loves it because he just, he's the most jolliest person. That that laugh, that cackle of his is, (laughs) it's so defining. So, yeah. 
So besides Hearthstone, um, what Heroes of the Storm had a new character coming up, like Proby, or an annou- is it an announcement? Is it actually live, or is it coming soon? Uh, it's just the spotlight at this point, I believe. Yeah, so it's coming soon. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too familiar on StarCraft, and it appears to be a StarCraft character. Yep. It looks like some sort it's of little orb. Yep. <laughs> it's called Probe. Wizard, it's probe. Wizard is scraping the bottom of the barrel right now. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think it's so. good. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're going through a cycle. Like, they're definitely looking for more stuff. I know, but a probe. It's a, it, I don't know, in, in <laughs> concept, it just doesn't seem like they've got many ideas if they're going to just go I with I, I, really, oh, I like it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I like it. I, I ended up enjoying the Heroes campaign for the mount a lot more than I thought that I would. Oh. Like, it was just, I don't know. I do like Heroes. It's just one of those things that I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got some time. I'll play that. But I haven't had time <laughs> to do it. But one of my favorite maps was the StarCraft theme one where you have to, I don't know, do something with beacons or something and then all these little zerglings run out and, mm-hmm. and it's just, it looked really cool. I'm like, that's just so fun. There's so many of them. Nice. Um. But just thinking about WoW stuff, I think isn't the Mr. Pandaria dungeons uh, that is it time, time walking? walking ones. Is that the first week soon. that they're coming? This it's next week. Yeah, like after reset. Yeah, yeah. So tomorrow. Yeah, so <laughs> that's going to be new, right? Right. Yeah, yes. Mistaken. It hasn't come out like they announced it a while ago now. So. Well, they had to get through the whole series of. Yeah, of... They had to come back around to the start. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Cool. Yeah. Which I'm really excited about because there's a really pretty mountain there. And a pet as well. Nice. So it might actually be one of those weeks that I work my bum off to get the tokens. Oh, yeah. And then next week there's another mini holiday, Unguro Madness. Yeah, which I think they moved to there, did they? Or has it moved from there? I, I'm a bit confused about what's happened with that. I would say I've been paying too much attention to the mini holidays, but I'm just looking at the calendar right now and saw it was I there. I love them. And it's also Darkmoon Fair at the moment. Did you do that? Yes, it is Darkmoon Fair. I've I been... Went to get the. I forgot that the Scarlet Quartermaster was in there with the transmog sets, and I don't have a, a tabard, oh. so I've been trying to farm that. Yeah. Well, you went to say yeah. something else. <laughs> the hippogriffs. You, did you do the hatching of the hippogriffs? No, I didn't. I did not. <sighs> you like, guys are so boring. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll do it next year. Like, I'll oh my be god. There. I'm going to do it next Going year. once in the next 10 years. <laughs> I got to see everybody else's little hippogriff on their, I loved like, it. On their character, so it was, it was I just thought it was really cool. I thought it was a really good little event. I liked it. Cool. So I'm hoping that the Angoro one's really cool. Um, we had a um, Diablo season end, yes? Uh, Again. Again? Yeah. It was like two yeah. weeks later? Yeah. It must not be that quick for people that actually play the seasons. But Yeah. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. at this rate, they may as well just do, like, fortnightly resets anyway. Just, like, those sorts of games that do little short bursts, like Rust, and then completely reset it, and then you rush again, and then get reset again, and... Yeah. At this rate, it's what it feels like, but mm-hmm. they should just do it. Huh. Uh, so that's it. Otherwise. Really? Yeah. Isn't it? That's most of the games, true. except for StarCraft. We don't really pay much attention to that. No. Well, and obviously a reset in... Overwatch, and yeah. there's the intro video and stuff, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, yeah, but they also alluded that like Doomfist is going to be coming soon because <laughs> she was he was the catalyst for her to build. Mm. The thing. Mm. So 
hopefully, hopefully, like he'll be out in the next couple months because they have to get Terry Crews. They have to. <laughs> it's yeah, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> It'll be a community outroar if they don't get Terry Crews to do it. Because well, it's just. He's gonna. Yeah. Doomfist is supposed to be the only melee character so far, correct? Like uh, a melee based attacker. Apart is from Ryan, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going through, I'm going through all the characters in my head. <laughs> yeah, no, most of them are arranged in some type of form. Yeah. So, am I correct in my understanding that there can be, like, well, there have been multiple Doomfists because it's just about who wears the. Yes, this the gauntlet is, right? is the Doomfist, and the wielder is called Doomfist. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and there's a whole backstory to do with it, like the I'm one, guessing. the newest yeah. one's like the successor or something. Okay. Yeah. And they can't take the Doomfist off or something along those lines. It's like attach them until they die or something like that. I don't know. Oh. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out when he gets released and we get to hear Terry Crews. Alright, so we should move on to the good old Q&A that we had. Remind me, I have a question to ask as well. Alright. Do we want to ask it first? Oh, it's up to you. Well, it'll be a bit of a discussion and maybe it kind of wraps into the Q&A. I'm just going to... Yeah. You want me to just ask it? Yeah, Have you guys read about the friendly nameplates changes that they're making in 7.2? I did. No. Okay, so what they're doing is that they're taking away the ability to put, like, modifiers on friendly nameplates in Dungeons and Raids. Okay. And I'm assuming that this is because of what every, like what a lot of the teams did for the Gul'dan kills. I mean, the one that I watched from Exorcist Gul'dan had a lot of... Star Augur. Yes, yes, or some of Star Augur as well. I'm assuming, like, am I correct in my understanding? Yes, that's, that's probably why. where it's coming. That's why. Yeah. What do you think? I... I think it's in line with the decision they made at the beginning of Legion. Mm. So, so what was it that they did? I don't understand. So there was an add-on. How for C- uh, not C- uh, how for Citadel, they, like, brought Chaos, go to that little beam through DBM. Yep. And then they got rid of that. Yep. That is essentially how, like, Serenity modified their nameplates to look. So those positional modifiers is what was, like, what they've based this on. They were somehow changing the friendly nameplates to give positional information. Oh, okay. Well, wow. So the things that I saw, like, with the that's um, pretty Exorcist... clever, actually. Yeah. With the Exorcist one for Gul'dan, they had a way of making the person glow when they had, say, flames on them or something. And so you knew, and like other positional related things. And then I think on Star Rocker, they've got to match up some signs or something. And, and it's a similar thing there with a, a different one that I saw. Um, like, I agree. Like, so clever that people can. Oh, yeah. Know, I figure think it even said, like, agrees. They did, clever. yeah. Oh, they did. Otherwise, they would have, you know, actioned them if they were really yeah. going to think about it. And then rather than punish the guild, they're just going to break the functionality, which, like, add ons are Blizzard's ballpark. They have absolute control over it. And mm. anything, anything anyone does within an add-on that isn't malicious, it's fine. Yep. And it, it wasn't malicious. No, no. It, it was just to, you know, try and make things easier. I guess, yeah. I guess I'm curious about how much longer you think it might have taken for some of those kills to have been achieved 
especially in, in Nighthold. It probably would have taken a little bit longer, but they would have got there eventually. Yeah. Well, yeah, they'd get there eventually, but yeah. Okay. No, I was just curious. I was curious. Cool. Cool. All right. So we'll just go over the uh, notes and make comments about different things that Ian said. So regarding artifact appearances, the balanced power skins will not be made account wide. So if you want it, you've got to get it on the character you want it on. So that sucks. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but time. if you want something, you should have to earn it. Yeah, but, I guess that's true, but that, still. People forget that before Mists, everything was individual characters. There was nothing cross-character. Yeah. Nothing at all. Not even achievements, not titles, not mounts, nothing. I, I don't disagree with it. But the comment that I found surprising from Ian was just like, well, they're just cosmetic rewards and and, and I'm like, you don't seem to understand <laughs> how obsessed people get about this stuff. Like, yeah. He just, like, I think that that sometimes is a bit of a missing, like something that they don't seem to get as much as um, as maybe I'd like. It's like they just made this whole new transmog system that's across accounts and yes. includes all the different transmog yeah. items and yet... When you unlock an appearance on your, you know, said character, that is not account shared. So I don't well, understand. The same thing logic. happened with challenge modes. Yeah, that's true. All yep. challenge mode gear is independent to essentially the character that owned it or like yeah. where it's. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't disagree. Well. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with them not making it account wide. That's fine. That's their call. And and whilst it means that I'll never get it for any of my other characters, it's fine. But. I think I'm just more concerned about, oh, well, it's just cosmetic rewards. Like, but people really actually enjoy working towards those and that is something that they enjoy achieving. So I guess my concern is more about the dismissive nature of those rewards. Yeah. Well, from what you're saying, you're you're saying that people like to work towards them, but getting them all just given to you, like, because one character's got it, isn't necessarily earning each one. No, I agree with that. So I agree I'm with that. Like, I'm not. Ways. I don't. I don't think it's a problem. I mean, I don't like it, but I agree that it should be individual for the balance of power once. I completely support that. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. No, I agree oh, with okay, that. I understand, understand what you're saying. You're... I'm just saying I'm concerned that the the attitude towards cosmetic rewards is a bit. Oh well. Blase. Yes, blase. That's a good one. All right. <laughs> Uh, hidden appearances from raided and dungeon bosses now have bad luck protection. So, <gasps> thank fuck. If there's something you need to run over and over again, eventually it will drop for you. So, I need to be doing this. I've done I have Ajara so many times now, I just don't <laughs> want to go back. But I still, I still don't have my Resto Shaman hidden appearance. I got my Fire Mage one today, and I've gotten my Arcade Mage one with the Sheepies, which is so hilarious. <laughs> wow. But I don't have my main one. It's just yeah. crazy. Uh, and then the next comment was what you just mentioned. Artifact appearances are just cosmetic. Uh, isn't as as important as things that make it hard to play the current content. That's what I agree with. I think player power is definitely a priority over cosmetics. People care more about the balance of their class than their transmogs. Most I'll tell you right now, though, people will get upset if they are not able to keep their artifact appearance transmogs mm, like if oh, they I take agree. the artifacts away from us and we put it on a shelf and then they take away those appearances as well at the same time no, they've already said that the cool. appearances 
like one, if you've got them at the end of the expansion, you like remain Retain happy. Them. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Or there's something like you got to buy or something in the last patch or something. I don't know. Either way, you get to keep them. Uh, Seven point one point five overall. Stat like that. Is anyone else reading this? Yeah, I'm reading it. It doesn't. <laughs> okay, it literally Maybe says overall they feel. Overall, that changes to secondary stats were successful. Congratulations, MMO champ. Nice English. They <laughs> um, missed a word. Okay, so they, they they are saying that they the changes the that changes, they made to yeah the changes that they made to stat weights for certain specs and classes went well. And so I think so too. Like, it achieved the purposes that they were after for balancing. So, I mean, personally, it, it like, was obviously they've got stats that are better than others, but it's a lot closer than it was before. Yeah, and they did a lot with PvP as well, I believe. Um, yeah, they rebalanced the, the toolkit, because it's kind of like a set amount of stats you have for PvP. Yeah, so. it's templated now. So. Yeah, yeah. Or at least in instance PvP. World PvP is still just a, pardon the language, block your ears, fuckfest. <laughs> oh, you know, I've been every now and again. I'll pop over on my horde priest to level her up. I've made her disc now because that's fun. It's actually really fun. Um, but oh god, I hate being on a PvP server. <laughs> I really made the right decision to move on. I really did because I came back and I was just like down um, in the Stormheim area with Helia and all that, and just getting ganked left, right, and center. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't fun. It's not fun. Anyway, <laughs> no. sorry, that's not here. Oh, okay, so just to sort of segue from that, though, uh, I've got my legendary shoulders, which are like Yay! the things I've been complaining about for the past freaking three months. Yay! And they've made as much of a change as I thought they would. They have made my quality of life so much better. It feels good to be playing Beast Mastery now. You don't miss out on procs, which always felt bad. So all in all, it's just a great legendary to have. And they're also extremely powerful. I was doing some Mythic Pluses with a group, and one of them goes to Thunder Totem to go do the world quest there or something, and says that they're getting attacked by like six or seven alliance. So I fly out there because I'm pretty good geared. I killed about six or seven of those alliance, like even when they respawned and stuff, and no one killed me. I was just spamming dire beasts on them and I had pretty much 100% uptime on Beastial Wrath and it was just, it was good demolishing okay. them. Yeah. Nerf hunters. Like, I've, <laughs> I, I've watched people get legendaries um, throughout raiding through this expansion, but your DPS increase from just receiving that one legendary was ridiculous. Like, you, that was almost like a 200k DPS increase. That, yeah. And they talk it's, about legendary balances. Imagine if you'd never, ever got that legendary. There was a potential that you would never, ever, ever have gotten that legendary at all. So you would be handicapped 200k DPS for any so mythic progression the, or rating that you would do. That's just, that's horrible. Well, one of the benefits is that it lets me use a talent, which increases the chance of me getting a wild call, which is that thing that resets my dire beast and yep. was getting wasted all the time because it would be procking when I already had a stack or when it was about to come off cooldown. So because I'm not losing out on any of that, it just feels so much more fluid. Yeah. So like it, the gameplay just feels better and yes, it's a lot more damage, but it, it just feels fun to play now compared to what it was. Yeah. Uh, I I agree with you. Like you've said in the past, it's just stupid that fundamental gameplay is built into a legendary instead yeah. of the yeah. actual 
you know, core abilities of being a hunter. Like magic Completely chain heal only like, went to two Especially if it's that much of a difference. It magic a, chain heal only went to two people and then the legendary made it go how it's supposed to go. That, mm. That's pretty much how it felt, like something that's so critical. Silly. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so onto the 7.2 relics. After completing the next step of your order hall campaign, two tiers of research are unlocked. The research adds a second trait to all relics. So relics having two traits creates more possibilities for desirable relics. It also brings the worst and best relics closer together. Now, people were complaining like, oh, it's just going to be more RNG on RNG and all crap like that. And it's sort of, it's another thing that bugs me that the secondary trait for some people is be all end all. Whereas, you know, a 20i level upgrade for most people should be just seen as a 20i level upgrade for their weapon. Yeah, you're talking about their best in slot damage or healing. Yeah, things like that. Like, having yeah. a history fit because they didn't get their best in slot. I, I can understand it because I have some things on my artifact t- um, tree that just. I don't, I'm not a fan of them. I don't like them. And when I do get relics for them, I'd rather take a 5 eye level lower one yeah. that has a better, um, yeah, a better bonus. impact on your throughput or, you know, because some of them are just survivability. Like, um, <laughs> some people do need that survivability. Yeah. They do, yeah. I, I'm not that bad anymore, guys. I'm not that I mean, bad. Not necessarily you, but. I know. <laughs> but more no, I just. That's when you're alive. Yeah. <laughs> you're in a game that's no. all about numbers, though, and it's like. If you don't get the oh, one I that just, gives you the good something. numbers, it's like, what else would you want? I, I think I, I, what you were saying, where you, you kind of want something that in, not necessarily just increases your numbers, but just feels like it's making you stronger as the yeah. spec that you're playing. Yeah. Whereas I've got things on my talent tree that basically, like I'll take reduced damage for the longer that I'm in ghostful form for. That's, you know, that's fine and that's fun. But in a raid situation, if I'm in ghostful form, I'm not healing. <laughs> and so that just seems a bit weird to me. And getting bonuses to that doesn't feel as good as getting something that can, you know, help the crit chance on my healing rain be better or something, you know? Yep. So I can I can understand it. I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and go, this is the worst thing ever, but I can understand. But at the same time, it gives me something to keep working towards. So if I do get a relic that has a good primary bonus on it and the secondary is not so great then i'm likely to keep trying for a better one Hmm. than not you know and it's also the fact that you're doing a top end raid right and there's three relics that like you know over all the bosses that you can kill out of 10 bosses there's three different relics you can get and i would like to think that those three relics aren't like the three worst ones that you could possibly have but mm. I'm sure that there's classes where two of them are pretty bad and one of them's okay, you know, and they can only get those ones by doing the raid, at, you know, for that eye level. They'd have mm. to be doing Mythic Pluses or something to get any of the other ones that they want. Mm. Like, I feel like there should be more variety for relics um, throughout the raid, not just three or two or however many that you have for ten bosses. Well, that brings to the next point. So... They say if you were a rep paladin and you wanted the avenging wrath traits, which apparently just universally the best. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's only one relic that gives you that an entire raid. 
well, normally you'd have to just run the one raid, run one dungeon to get it. But in 7.2, any relic that will have a chance... Wait, what did it say? Any relic will have the chance to have that trait. So... Ah, okay. That makes sense. So it's a random proc chance for whatever that drops loot. Yeah. So it adds more possibilities to customization for the relic system. And the extra trait will always be a throughput trait. Mm. Ah, so it's not going to be good. utility. Okay. Okay. Yep. So that that's what I was going to get to, but I knew we were going to get to that Sorry. point anyway. Yeah, no, no, that's no, 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 that's no, a no, good no. transition. So that will that will make those utility traits somewhat desirable because if you if you are a rep paladin and you get your avenging wrath as the secondary, you mm. might be happy because you can't get the same one twice. You can't get two of the same traits yeah. on the same relic. Like, just it's it'll be programmed against that. So, yeah. It, I mean, obviously, people want to get their best in slot with their second in slot, you know, traits on the single relic. And they'll be probably hissy fits because everyone likes to have hissy fits about not getting exactly what they want. <laughs> but not optimised perfectly for min-maxing, okay? Yeah. So, but I'm going to complain. I, I think it's funny when you see people who are barely making it through normal complaining about min-maxing. Like, if if you're if you're stuck in normal min maxing is probably the least of your problems. Yes, just yeah. Like I, like I said, you do more healing or DPS when you're alive. Yeah, I I yeah I I don't disagree. I don't like brute forcing raids, yeah. and that to me is uh, sometimes the focus on min maxing is an attempt to get as much DPS out of out of your character as possible because you're not doing mechanics properly. And so you're just at this point where you're getting the best gear that you can and putting out the biggest numbers so that you can trivialize some mechanics. And, I mean, you know, if that's what you want to do, then that's fine. But you can't complain that that's not happening as well as you would like it to happen when, in fact, you should just be following the damn mechanics of the fight. In my opinion, this particularly goes to melee because they don't have to deal with as much mechanics. But... If you have to sacrifice DPS to take care of a mechanic that stops a white, well, too bad, so sad, you've got to drop your DPS. Mm. Like, and a lot of people just don't get that. They'll, they've got the mentality that someone else will handle it, but the person they think is going to handle it also thinks someone else is going to handle it. <laughs> yeah, it's particularly prominent in melee DPS, though, just because of the fact that you know, they can just stay, their, their rotations and everything are full uptime all the time. Yeah. And if they drop off, it does cost them a lot of DPS, but you the same token... you hunter who's got a pet that's probably got less mobility than a typical uh, melee. <laughs> yeah, but you, <laughs> you can still get your beast on the target stuff. the whole time while you still run around, though, right? <laughs> oh, I can still run around, absolutely. But if I have to change target, like, to get a, yeah. a separate ad, my pet has to travel all that way, and it's often slower. Then it yeah, takes a trip around the world to get there. Yeah, parting <laughs> issues are just. Yeah, that's how it is to be a hunter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I was just going to say it's completely unrelated. But you've just reminded me on Mythic Scorperon. I've just, been, I've, <laughs> it's so stupid. I've been having issues dropping like healing rain and my totems that like um, my spirit link and stuff like that because of the little crystals that come up. Mm if they're placed in um, particular 
positions, uh, I can't drop my abilities. Yeah, you have to move your camera around to get a position yeah. to drop it on the ground. It's properly. been driving me really batty. Yeah. It makes me so mad. It's just it's the equivalent of putting volley on the roof floor. It's like oh, <laughs> the, the traps, the traps that go into the rafters. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. It's yeah. like it, I've been able to put healing rain on a wall the, for God's sake. The, the, model, <laughs> the models just like yeah, they make placing objects within the game yeah. difficult. Yeah. 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 It's been it's driving really me batty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also yeah. annoying for Tychondrius as well with the um with the pillars that come up. They also do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but I mean at least I know that they're coming and I know yeah. roughly where they're gonna be. But like I'll be halfway through casting like I, my artifact ability, which you know has a longish cast time mm. and I need it to go exactly where I'm putting it down. And if a stupid crystal spawns in that spot, it doesn't drop. And I've just wasted, you know, half an hour trying to cross <laughs> this thing that it's not obviously half an hour, but you know what I mean? It just yeah. feels so bad. I'm like, I feel so stupid. Sorry, it just the bad pathing of pets just made me think of that. It just yeah. That's why I believe that all placement objects like should be instantaneous. You know, like your mm. I think shamans are the only class that have a cast time to place. Is that right? <laughs> like, out That's of the healers, really at least, you know, like, your yeah. totems go down straight away, but your rain is, like, 1.5 cast, right? Uh, yeah, however long it is, and then the gift of the queen, the artifact ability is even longer than that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. All right, so moving yeah. on. Anyway, sorry. The, <laughs> the next topic was legendary items, and mm-hmm. first few points are regarding legendary items being spec-specific versus class-specific. And people were comparing them to tier sets or trinkets from Archimond. And Blizzard's response was that having them change based on spec are somewhat of a concession that they made. Because I suppose, what do they say here? Some legendary items have a name and fantasy that makes them very distinct. So it wouldn't make sense to have them change based on spec. And in Rage, you might not have someone who can use an item that only works for a specific spec. So items that change based on spec make sense, but legendary items are personal loot. So you'll always be able to use what you get. So like if something like a trinket drops, that's really only good for a holy pally, but you don't have a holy pally. Mm. Uh, that would be a crappy trinket. But if it changed based on spec, your ret could get it then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think. So. I think the I think the bad luck protection that they're putting in for this, where it is spec specific, is a great idea. Mm. But um, I do understand the people who feel like they've been using the term very loosely because I I personally like if you get a legendary, you just got a nine forty piece of gear, mate. Like. Yep. Shut up. Like, I, which is a bit harsh, but you know, it's just, it, it is, it's a big piece of gear. Come on. It's even if the, the proc on it isn't the greatest in the world, you just got a really high level piece of gear that should have some reasonably good stats on it for you. So take what you can get. It's better than, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Um, but the, so the people who get the more generic ones, like what is it, Pridas and I don't know, all the ones that, I don't have, sorry, Um, but, you know, the generic ones that can be used across multiple specs, they will count towards the other specs. Yeah. So for me, I've got got the roots of shallow dress, oh, I don't know, male legs, male legs. Steel and heel for a little bit. That's exactly it. They're actually really great when you're out doing world quests and stuff. Yeah. They make you pretty much un- 
unkillable. It's really good. Prydos um, is an insane legendary, by the way. Oh yeah, look at and there's there's benefits to all of them. But if you're if you're trying to work towards getting one, uh, so for me right now, like all of them except for the one that I buggered up on getting the an elemental one, the rest I've gotten as restoration. And so by the logic of this bad luck protection, I have um, three restoration ones and two elemental ones, even though I've, I've got four. Yeah. Um, and what I am curious about is, so for example, I can actually put on, so I've got the legendary healer trinket and the legendary range DPS trinket, but I can equip both of those as any spec. Yeah. Yep. So I can have the healing one on this elemental, which is great. But does that mean that it counts towards my elemental limit? Because like right now I don't have um, like a uniquely Based elemental the, shaman trinket. Like if you look at the uh, the loot window where it yep. shows the spec specific, anything that's listed okay. here is in yep. their spec. Okay, so, yep. yeah, that's fine then. That's what they said to look at. So it's still two and three. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I understand the concept of like, yes, you get a very high powered, like high eye level item. But in the situation that I have is I have, you know, options. Like I have three legendaries that I can use. So I have one extra. Mm. Um, and that one is not worth using. You know, it, it doesn't have the right stats. It, it Yes, it is a high eye level item. I can only use two legendaries. It's basically worthless because it's not better than the other two that I have. I mm. pretty much could throw it away and not even care. So, yes, there is, you know, um, you know, an attitude where you've got a legendary, it's great for you. But there's also times when you get a legendary and it's not better than the two you have. So, what's the point of it? You know, it, it's just, it feels like when there are other ones that you could have gotten that were better, it's just, it just sits in my bags. Like, it doesn't do anything. It's just yeah, really Yeah, but I mean, sad. I guess by that logic, you got really lucky with your first two then, didn't you? Like, whereas no, other people like, may have I mean. started like, off with the, the, the options that I have, there's only really a couple that I can that are a huge benefit, like Claws one. The rest of them are useless. Like, they're minimal benefit at best and crappy stats. So, you know, I, I actually use the Restoration Ring instead of using mm. a main balance weapon, just bec- uh, a headpiece, because the ring is better stats. It's yeah. just, it just works better. And the helm that I got conflicts with my tier pieces. So I, I can't. So it, it just works better that I have the restoration legendary is better than mm. the helm that I got that's balanced specific. That just feels wrong to me. Like, why am I still yeah. wearing this restoration ring? You know, it just, yeah. That, that's just, fair. Like, the, there are situations, like, in all of it for every class where the combinations that you're getting and the options that you have and the legendary that comes along just doesn't work. Like, it's just n- yeah. not good for you. Um, our um, our priest in our raid has five legendaries on in um, in Holy, and he doesn't have the, the like, it, in order of the, the best to the worst, he's got the five worst. So, oh, like, so he yeah. is really sad. Like, he got, like, the, you know, the, like, they're good. Like, they're going to be good stats and they're going to be... But when everybody has two legendaries, it balances out. It doesn't make you special anymore anyway. You know, you have the same equivalent eye level. 
So for him, like he he's still waiting out for those legendaries that are going to be the big one that Claw got that made the spec great or made it amazing mm. and overpowered. And if they if you don't get those specific items, like it's, it's always going to be a disappointment. And that's the problem is that they said that they were going to balance all the legendaries to make sure that their powers are not too broken, but the examples right there is Claws. He just picked it up and changed his whole spec of rotation and made it fun for him to play as well as increasing his DPS. That's just ridiculous. Like I, like if I wanted to use my helm um, and, and I worked out and I had all better gear and I had a, another piece of legendary that worked out so that I could run the helm, it would still change my spec and my rotation to make it worse. It's actually horrible to play. Um, mm-hmm. It increases my damage a little bit but it's still, it's just, it's no nowhere near. I wish I had something like Claw, Claw had gotten, you know, that impacted my yeah. my DPS and my rotation so but well. that's stupid. That's what I mean. It's just, it is, yeah. yeah. Like Do you think that they should just not have legendaries next expansion? I agree, yes. I think it should all just be based on the, the tier pieces and trinkets and, and talent choices that you have. Those That's enough flexibility and enough, you know, oomph from different talent choices that you can get for your respect. Either that or go yep. back to the previous system of one for each. I don't think anyone's ever going to be happy with any particular system. No, I agree with yeah. that. It's, I guess it's just a case of which which do you feel was the better approach? Like, the like because I personally really liked the cloaks in Mists. I thought that that was a really yeah. good a good thing to go through to get it. Like, you kind of got incrementally better cloaks all the way through. Um until you got the the legendary one, and I quite I quite like that. I suppose I, I have that. issues with gambling, so the RNG I like it. It thrills me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. the, the RNG is ruining it. For, it's not just the RNG though; it's the fact that if it was RNG and every every option that you had to get was cool and interesting and increased your DPS, then mm. sure. But for most cases, if you there are some legendaries that are absolutely useless for your class. They, they, they're, you know, they, they, they're the equivalent of the utility talents in the artifact weapon. Nobody wants them, the, those relics. Nobody wants to use them. So everyone wants to see big numbers. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah. not right. What I was thinking is, people always laugh when Pratas gets looted by someone. Yeah. But let's say you're doing a mythic fight. Your healers simply cannot keep up. You, like the group's DPS is completely fine, well over the I'm mark. I'm not referring to priors. Like priors, like yes, people laugh when they get it, but for most specs, that's actually a decent trinket. Yeah, like it's it's what I use on my resto. Like it's amazing, you know. And it's it's actually probably the best legendary for mist weavers, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Tell someone, tell me if but I'm, I'm wrong. But I believe it's actually the best. Though. I'm talking about the prop. Like the, the yeah, but the prop base is based on healing though. It goes towards your healing numbers. So as a healer, it actually counts towards your numbers. So oh, it's yeah. really good. Yeah, right. it's actually I'm about not, I'm not talking about numbers. I'm increase. talking about survivability as a raider. Oh, yeah, so of course. So if your healers can't keep it, if everyone's dying, that shield could be the lifesaver for everyone. So everyone mm. could yeah. potentially have, like, be told to drop your, one of your like, good ones. I went, into a, yeah, I went into a Mythic Plus the other day with a bunch of random people just to, like, higher uh, level keys, mm. and every single person had the shield on them, like, including <laughs> the tank. Every single person. Like, so... That's cool. It, it feels like it's a very common legendary that drops. I think that potentially it is too common. I, I think, think just most com- people have, like, have it. Um, I don't. Yeah. Like, yeah, fair enough. 
but it feels like a lot like more than anything else it seems to be the main one that most people have like yeah. I, f- I feel like the potential for those utility ones to drop is a lot higher than the spec specific ones I'd hate to you know well, look that's at because the numbers or the logic or it could so. just be RNG I don't know but it just feels like that yeah I'd and say you've yeah, got you like right. a good chance of getting one of the because it's cross spec yeah yeah so you get it like out of any of the specs whereas the spec specific one you have to be in one spec yeah but I just think people don't give it enough respect for what it does because it's not a damage throughput. Oh, I agree with you. Legendary and- I've given it the respect since they buffed it and changed it. Before that, it was absolutely horrible. Like, it was, it it was had really place, bad. The shield was still good. Yeah, it, the shield is okay, a lot I'm stronger. Not talking about and the stats I'm talking about the ability on the legendary. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's move on from that one. <laughs> that, that was a heated very topic. heated discussion. <laughs> uh, so oh, we're still talking about legendaries here. So the drop bad luck protection is going to be spec specific, like we mentioned. So the system looks at how many legendary items you have that would drop for your spec. So if you switch specs, the system would know how many legendary items that work for that spec. Yep. you don't have any for that spec, you'll have a higher chance to get one. So I will jump to survival and be very likely to get one, whereas my mark spec has two of the class ones, so it'll be the least likely to get another one, yep. which I'm cool with because, I don't know, if I was to get a survival legendary and it was cool and changed the spec, I'd give it a shot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. The legendary enhancement bracer could probably use a buff. Apparently, it's just crap at the moment something to do with it's apparently like rubbish with your actual rotation yeah. it like it just it doesn't fit with yeah. how you it's play like enhance brand isn't it like you're quite um cross brand something or other i don't know i i because i don't play enhance all that much but I, I was looking at it and i'm like yeah you'd have to choose a very specific talent to then make that um legendary be really great yeah. i think Whereas I was able to use a new talent because of my legendary. Mm. Yeah, so the Love Lash deals 30% increased damage while your weapons are enhanced by both Flame Tongue and Frostbrand. That makes sense that it doesn't make sense. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Frost Death Knight Helm is on the high end of the power range and it's on the team's radar, so likely going to be uh, nerfed. Nerfed yeah, I'm pretty sure that one was pretty strong. I'm pretty sure one of our DKs got it. And it's, yeah, really strong. And Resto Drilled Shoulders also. Uh, do you know which one those are, Nero? Uh, the Resto Drilled Shoulders? They're yeah. saying it's strong or not strong? It is strong. Mm, oh, no, sorry. It, they're saying it's on the radar. Yeah, okay, so I'm not so sure what they're saying. I believe it's... it is near to useless. Yeah, okay. it's, it's close to being, okay, that's fun, but it doesn't actually impact your healing or gameplay at all. Right. And I think the mage one with the double heroes. The ring? Um, the one that's crossed yeah. this? Yeah, I've got that it's one. A little bit, my mage a little is bit really little, Are they saying that's probably a bit stronger than intended? I don't know. Yes, yeah. it's. It, I think they basically said that's definitely getting enough. Okay. Yeah. So getting a legendary item that you feel is awful is one of the concerns right now. Not as much how they're acquired. So they don't have a problem with the RNG. They just think that feeling like it's crap is the crap part. Yeah. 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 So the way they want to tackle that, though, is they want to get the 
best legendaries and bring them down. Yeah. I agree with that. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I guess it's kind of like you're on the prices, right? And you win a prize and the prize that you win is like a bathtub, which is really cool. Bathtubs are cool and they're nice and you can have a nice bath, but then the guy next to you wins a new car and you can't help but think that maybe your bathtub's not so great anymore. So, like, I get it. It's people that, care too much about what other people get. That, like, yes, that's the absolutely. I'm not. I'm yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, try to give a different analogy instead of legendaries because that I think people are just so attached to it and so close to it and quite defensive. I think as well yeah. sometimes that it's a little bit hard to see. Well, this is actually the situation that you're in right now, um, and maybe think outside of that for a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. But you know, at the same time I get that it's it's rough. Like if you've got if you've got legendaries that aren't doing a big good throughput for you, that you're not gonna feel so great about it and mental like your mentality is gonna affect your gameplay. Yeah. And the fun that you have in the game in general. Yeah. Yeah, which means that you're gonna perform worse. And so then if you do get your legendary and you start doing better, you know, it could just be because you're a little bit happier. <laughs> and that you're just naturally performing a little bit better and not necessarily just the legendary. Yeah, yeah. legendary is awesome. I'm so awesome. I'm going to be <laughs> yeah. awesome and do no, awesome but, like, things. I don't know. You know how, like, you have an off night yeah. and you stuff up and it just turns into this chain reaction of stuff-ups and you just feel worse and worse and things just get worse and worse? Yeah. And sometimes I think it's, you know, sometimes it can just be a mentality. Yeah. Not always, though, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But uh, I reckon it's good to bring some down to the level of others, but yep. the nature of the players, it's a community thing, is they will put the numbers in a spreadsheet, the one that gives the highest number, that's yeah. the one they want, and if they don't get that, they'll be upset. Yeah. And uh, that bugs me. But It bugs me I too. I feel like that there's also a problem there as well, because we, we talked about it a bit as well. Like Your legendary that you got changed your spec enough... Yep that it made it, I'm assuming, easier and more fun and fluid to play. If if it had done that but not increased your DPS overall as much, you still would have been extremely happy to get that legendary. Yep. You know, so bringing the power down, it, it shouldn't be, you know, a, a huge issue. It should be more about the fun and enjoyment that you got out of getting that legendary in the first place. Mm. When the so shoulders first came up across PTR, for other legendaries, I don't know. When they first came up on the PTR, everyone was telling Blizzard, Make two charges baseline, have the shoulders do something on top of that. Reduce the damage mm. of freaking uh, dire beast, or do whatever you do to bring it in line. Just make the legendary shoulder pr- like ability baseline, and obviously they didn't listen. So all they've done, all all that's happened by me getting these legendaries is I've gotten what I feel the spec should be. Yeah, yeah, and Blizzard uh, disagrees. Uh, all right, so we should probably start charging on. We've had a lot of talking about legendaries here. <laughs> no, it's a very big thing the, to the talk only, about. The only other thing that I wanted to mention, I can't remember if it's in here or if it's just because we know it's coming in 7.2, uh, the chance for you to get legendaries from specific armor items on the Broken Shore using the nether shards. Yeah, I don't think they particularly go into that, and I don't think the mechanics behind that are, like, transparent yet, are they? There's also they are. They did. They did do well, some... Yeah, they did confirm some things, though. So they did say that 
the uh, so for those who don't know, on the Broken Shore, there's some um, armor tokens that you can purchase with Nether shards, which here are something that will drop from beasts around the area or demons or whatever and um you can buy this token and it will you learn it the same way like you do in diablo you can learn it and it has a chance to be an item up to a particular range including legendary now they did um, say yeah the blood shard vendor in diablo yes yes pretty much yeah exactly that um, they did say that the chance of getting legendaries is incredibly low, so it shouldn't really be considered as a way to farm them, but people are going to do it anyway. Absolutely. Um, but, and the thing that I do like about it, though, is that, you know, if you hadn't got your shoulders yet, Claw, that could be a way that you could funnel in your time and you say, okay, I'm not going to be happy until I have these shoulders. I'm going to do this and only this for the next four months. <laughs> And then you can get your shoulders, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's cool. And I wonder how mm. that will impact as well the bad luck protection, whether, like, mm. other content outside is, like, more productive or farming nether shards is yeah. ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool, though. Uh, also, there's going to be crafted legendaries, which are not necessarily going to be great, but just to fill those slots that maybe you've got a new character... And you haven't yet yeah, replaced like that idea. 840 piece of gear. Yeah. Just get the legendary crafted and boom, there you go. And it doesn't count against your bad luck protection, Absolutely. your legendary bad luck protection, which is great. That's really good. And that pretty much tidies up the legendary aspect. Um, artifact power, so major changes coming here, particularly surrounding the last trait. So obviously there's going to be some more traits added in. And yep. once the patch drops, you do a quest line, which then unlocks the new, like the new traits to get. But then they're also changing the Paragon trait, which is the main one they want to fix. Because right now, they don't want there to be a end. Like right now, it's fifty-four traits, correct? Yep. So that's your end game. That's what everyone's aiming 34 for. Thirty-four to fifty-four, twenty extra you know, thingies to get. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of guilds see that as a requirement. And I, yep. Yep. If the guilds want that, that's fine. I don't really care. <laughs> like I haven't got it yet, but it's at least given me something to work towards. If I didn't have that, I'd definitely be barely logging in at all. Yeah. Look, uh, I don't know. I get in two minds about it. I don't like people dictating what you should be doing in game unless your method. <laughs> I feel like if they do it well in terms of the mathematics, like, yes, it may be unlimited, but, you know, it's just like a, approaching zero. You know, it's almost, it, it's actually impossible to do based on the time that you have inside the, you know, mm. inside the expansion. So if they're, the overall gain from the, someone farming it constantly at the constant rate that you can maximize the farming for the rest of the duration, if they end up getting 5% extra damage overall for, you know, the last month of the expansion good on them you know but if you only get one or two percent extra damage it's not going to be you know it's no skin off my nose if someone has three percent extra damage because they spent their entire life farming the whole expansion mm. you know i i, I think well, that's that, the thing. i think that that is going to be okay i don't think that it's just going to be something that's there that's constantly progressive um and it's going to feel like you are still working towards something but it's not 
um, it's so far away that it's not worth, you know, mm. expending your entire life on it. You know, it's going to be just something that happens naturally. Um, yeah. And I think that's what they're trying to aim for. And potentially they could pull it off. Um, and for the majority of the player base, including, you know, heroic raiders down through to casual players, um, it should it should work out okay. There will be a few exemptions. There always are crazy people. Um, but those crazy people, you know, they're only going to have a slight advantage. It's not going to yeah. be, it's not going to be 20%. It's not going to be huge. It's not going to go astronomically ridiculous in terms of power difference, but no. it will be there for those that do play a lot more to be slightly more powerful. I think I agree with the whole concept as long as they do it correctly. Yeah. What he said is the final trait shouldn't be a mandatory trait, just something to give players to put AP into as they continue to earn it, yep. which is good. And yep. there'll be a point where, your increase will be 0.5%, but it will cost you 40 million artifact mm, power. Yeah. And maybe if you want to work towards that, good on you. But you're only going to get a 0.5% increase on that. Whereas, And isn't it just a proc? Okay. Something like that, yeah. It's so like 40 a, million. Um, how, how much AP is it from 34 to 54? Oh, do you I'm know? Not even sure. <laughs> Don't know. Do you know? Like, it's, it, I think it goes. It starts at like two million, and then it goes up to four million for the very last yeah, few. It's... I'm guessing. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> Someone do the math. Um, is it is it forty? <laughs> is it forty? It's... You know, <laughs> is it like is it like the equivalent of what is now what fifteen percent extra likely. damage? You know. Yeah. 0.5% damage yeah. in the same equivalent time frame. Uh, yeah, okay, Blizzard, thank you. <laughs> and, if, yeah. and if that is an incremental increase, so if you get the one and the first one is 40 million and the next one's, if they're going incrementally, like 80 million for the next 0.5, mm. yeah. and then the next one is 160, like it just goes forever and you only have 2% extra damage. That's what I'm talking about. I think that would be yeah. fine. But That's it's, not a it's problem. also just something to throw your artifact power into. Yeah. And then, they just don't oh, want to wow, leave it as a static thing that is useless. You know, they want to yeah. have somewhere to put it, like just an infinity pile, essentially. Yeah, yeah, just keep throwing things into this pit. Eventually, maybe it'll fill up a meter. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we are sort of running out of time, so I might skip down to the mythic rating part, which is probably the more mm. interesting part to us anyway. Okay. Well, it ties into what we're yeah. just talking about, yeah. too. So, the team wants to shift away from players feeling like there's a finishing line for artifact power. So, yeah, that that moves on from the artifact power talk, which I think is fair, because people see a finish line and they go for it, whereas that that's a community-based thing. That's not a game requirement. Yeah. It's like... You need to have this achievement before you can come and do the boss that requires that achievement. Yeah. (laughs) Or else. Oh, look, I just, I think it's silly. I really do think it's silly to, yeah, I don't know. I get, I get really frustrated by it and I, I agree with what Ian had to say in this. Like I was, I was doing that whole you go girl thing. Like I was just like, you are saying all the things that like, it's like you're in my head and it was really, I feel bad because I'm sure people have given him constant shit since then, but he has, you know, he basically just said, if you're not in a high end rating guild, just play the game. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know. That's just how I feel. I just feel like if you're supposed to do what you enjoy. It's not supposed to be a job. Yeah. And if you're sitting there feeling like, oh, I've got so much work to do to get my artifact weapon up, it's like, well, why? 
Why? Yeah. Do, are you enjoying it? If you are enjoying it, go for it, please. To your heart's content, go bonkers. But if you're not enjoying your experience by doing that, then you're not playing the game right. Yeah. And, I, exactly. you know, right is in quotation marks, which you can't see. Yeah, and don't, and don't put your view of the game onto someone else. Like, mm. like I'm okay with people who do want to run Mythic Pluses all day, eight hours a day. And max out their artifacts and do all that. Yeah, sort of if that's stuff. what you want to do, great. I don't want to do that, so I don't want to be criticised so, for that. Yeah, I've, I do a fair few mythic pluses, but I'm not farming them. Like I just do until I get fifteen, yeah. so that may require mm. four or five, six dungeons a week. That's not a lot. Yeah. It's, it it no. takes up a bit of time. It's one night, but but there will be know, people who will do four, do five, six runs yeah. a day. Well, I know people that sell key runs. They essentially um have a group of four um the mythic plus you know uh, mythic geared raiders that can pretty much form in a, a plus 15 and they will charge gold to bring anybody and level their key you know yeah. and they just do that all the time because they have the time they just sit on and wait until yeah. someone shows up with a key that wants to run and then they charge them the gold and go and do it those guys wow that guy out there agrees i'm gonna that's <laughs> okay. It wasn't room. Um, yeah, but those guys, in the same sense, the Mythic Raiders, and they're already capped on their weapons. Like, they're not doing it for AP, they're doing it for gold. So it's like yeah. people will find an excuse to do things over and over in the game. And yeah. It's not necessarily for AP. So, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, for myself, I'm really enjoying playing another game at the moment. So mm. I, don't, yeah. well, I don't feel like I want to log into WoW necessarily and do. XYZ all week and spend four or five hours doing it when I can spend four or five hours playing the game I feel like playing right now. Mm. Yeah. I just, I think it's about managing expectations yeah. and I feel, I, I personally feel like if you're being pressured by other people in your team to do something that you don't necessarily want to do and you're not, and you're managing to be on par performance wise, like if you're still doing all your mechanics, because yep. I mean, like at the end of the day, like, I don't know. I don't know. That much artifact power shouldn't be able to make that much of a difference in a person's performance. Typically, it will it be. Won't. It really does, and that's why it, they're changing it. In so. a vacuum, it makes it. It does make a difference, but like, if I outperform someone in general, then who has like a maxed out weapon? Mm. Like, well, just because I get another few traits doesn't really put me too much further ahead. Um, I disagree with that. I think the percentage, the way that it works now, because the game is a percentage-based game, you, you mm. understand that the changes they made with the percentages, like to the number squish, that the numbers are actually based on the percentage of power. So if you have a flat increase to percentage, those percentages really stack higher. They equate so a 0.5 increase um, is actually more along the lines of the number-wise of about a 10% increase. Like in, yeah. in terms of the physical strength overall that you can hit, it does increase it. Um, and as I said, it was an entire tier worth of strength yeah. Um, yeah, in the final true. end of the the weapon. So the extra 15% or whatever the, the final yeah, 54 is, that is huge. That is a massive mm. increase. And, you know, if you're halfway through, you only got, you know, 9 out of 15 or whatever it is, you've still got a lot of room to grow, like in terms of DPS and healing. So... Yeah, look, I think I think for me, I've just really put my foot down and 
my mantra for the last year has really just been I want to do what I enjoy doing. And it's a game, so I'm entitled to that and I'm not going to sit here and make other people miserable by dictating how they should play the game. So for me, it means, you know, what makes me happy is, you know, yes, I'll run a heroic dungeon every now and again and maybe do some lower-level mythic dungeons every now and again, but I enjoy the rating. I'll go run LFR before I'll run a mythic dungeon, (laughs) but that's going to give me artifact power, yay. Um, But, you know, sometimes I just want to dick around on an alt or I want to go farm some mounts, or I want to go on a transmog run because that's what I enjoy doing in the game. And I guess I'm just, maybe it's just because I'm getting older, but I just kind of feel like if if my team feel like I'm not performing well enough and that's a problem for them, then they can replace me. That's what it comes down to. Like I would much rather be doing what I enjoy in game than not. Yeah. I don't, I work, I work too much at work. Not right now, but, you know, generally at work, that's when I do my work. And when I come home, I'm supposed to be having fun and enjoying myself. And if I'm not enjoying myself, then that is more of a problem than the way that Blizzard has built their game. There's plenty in the game that can cater to my needs. Yeah, but also if you're not maxing out your weapon, but you're outperforming someone who has got it maxed out and they're still telling you you should be doing this and that, it's like (laughs) you should chat to this person about their just overall performance. Well, I changed because uh, we've been bashing our heads on Mythic Crisis. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I halfway, like in the break, I'm like, you know what? I'm changing my build. And I completely changed my build and um, just noticed a big change just by doing that, yeah. which I was um, I was surprised about. I was surprised it was that much of a difference. But, you know. Hmm. Um, anyway. And just by talking about how guild leaders were expecting raiders to chain run more of souls to get their artifact power and things like that it but with, with mythic dungeons if i mean if that's the sort of guild you want to be a part of if that's the sort of stuff you want to take part in go for it but like society or com- if, the community expecting that sort of stuff I if don't your like guild it. requires you to do that you should have already killed 10 out of 10 mythic like, that's the mm, level that's that you're at. And if you're in a guild that is not doing that, then there's no point. So it's just yeah. like Ian said, if you're not in the top end tier, like the top 200 guilds or, or, or even under, then there's no point in doing that sort of farming because you, yeah. you may as well just go through and, and repeat, you know, your same bosses and get more loot. That way you'll get more power out of it and AP in general. So it's just, yeah. Yeah, it just... Just because you're trying to be like a mythic guild doesn't mean you are a mythic guild. Exactly. Yeah. Which no one wants to hear. No one wants to hear that they're not the best in the world, but I understand it. Yeah. If you're, if you're wiping to Elisand over and over and over again on Heroic and you're trying to class yourself as a like mythic guild, trying to do all the things that mythic guilds are doing, then your issue isn't with your gear, isn't with the, like... Yeah. Like, what your artifacts at. It's It's your skill level and mythic is more about skill level than gear as the races always show mechanics overall yeah um all right i think that should end us there that was actually a really long show (laughs) (laughs) wing it and we just let the ball roll on conversations discussions and we'll get there and we got there so have you guys got any final comments before we do our little end thingy? No. No. Who wants to throw down bets that I'm going to miss something in the end thingy? 
Very <laughs> <laughs> bad. All right. Go on then. All right. So if you just want to get a hold Outro of us, music. music. Cue the music. Outro. Oh, the music. Outro music. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> it's me. I stuffed up. Okay, hang on. Ready? Here you go. Here you go. Alrighty. <laughs> so if you want to contact us in any way, shape, or form, you can get us a number of different ways. You can head to our website, battletag.com. You can email us at battletag at gmail.com. I am forgetting some things. I think I'm forgetting something. Uh, we're <laughs> we're on Stitcher and iTunes, so catch us on there. We are also all found on Twitter. There is at BattleTag for the show. There is at Cinder underscore tweets. <laughs> there is at WoW Neuroscience. Yeah. And I am at Chlorothor. And Yay. did I miss anything? No, you did it right. At least saying your thing, the stuff up is normal, so. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the end of our show. Yay, thanks everyone. Thanks for joining us, guys. And hopefully next time we'll be a bit more prepared. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. right. (laughs) Good night. Bye. Bye.